Welcome to Exploring Possibilities. It's your host, Cheryl Sitz, flying solo today, no producer, so this ought to be interesting. (laughs) I'm your holistic spiritual speaker, coach, and the founder of Journey of Possibilities. Since 2012, we've been exploring possibilities and shifting perspectives in holistic, spiritual ways on this show week after week. If you never want to miss a show, it's easy to subscribe. You can do that on Apple Podcasts, Stitcher, or Google Play. And be sure to rate us, too, so others can find the show. We'll get on with this in just a moment. Have you ever gone to a social media seminar and you have the online experts telling you, get a blog, get a website, get on social media, all this other stuff. By the time you're done with that seminar, that online expert is very good at frying your brain. (laughs) The funny part is, you come back home, you get in front of the computer, and you're lost. Hi, I am Mario with Tech Life Balance. I see this all the time. You spend so much money and still don't know what is going on with your online presence. And you know, you probably don't need all of that. Let me go ahead and translate Geek to English for you and show you what you really need because you don't need it all. You probably only need a few components. You have a great message out there and I would like to hear it and I definitely want to help you put it out there. I am Mario Rosales with TechLifeBalance.net. I produce this podcast because I love distributing messages. Let me help you distribute your message. Who are you? Why are you here? What wonders and opportunities await you beyond physical death? What happened millennia ago to create the damaged earth and fractured societies you see around you? Empowering, enlightening, internationally acclaimed, the Joseph Communications books offer answers to these questions. Spiritual, concise, contemporary, non-denominational, the communications originate from Joseph, a highly evolved discarnate spirit concerned for you and the future of the planet and its peoples. The words of Joseph and his soul group give you the power to bring light and change into your own life and the lives of others and to restore the earth. Available in paperback, ebook, and audiobook formats, the communications can be ordered today at www.thejosephcommunications.com and also from Amazon and other major booksellers. All proceeds are used for further publishing and advertising and to make the communications available worldwide. I'd like to invite you to join me in the Woodlands, Texas on April 21st. We're going to have a little workshop called The Language of Manifestation, Exploring Our Shadows and Stories. I am doing this with fellow transformation coach Rosemary Slade, and this is very interactive. You will have a shift at this workshop. That is our commitment, our intention to you, that you will experience a shift. Learn how you're creating your reality through your thoughts and your words and your feelings, that vibration, and how you can shift it. It's going to be a lot of fun. You can register now at journeyofpossibilities.com. Just click the events tab. What a lead into today's show. How can someone teach about the laws of manifestation and how we create our own reality and then go through a house flood and having my bank account hacked, that really sent me for a loop, I got to tell you. Because if I believe I'm creating my own reality, which I do, then why would I create that for myself? That was a question that led to a lot of other questions that gave me some really big insights about what's been happening to me over the last couple of weeks. 
You may have seen on my blog on journeyofpossibilities.com a couple of weeks ago when I had to cancel the show for flooding. <laughs> if you didn't, you can go check it out and see some lovely pictures of my house torn up, fans running in all the rooms. It was a mess. It was loud. It was frustrating. I ran the gamut of emotions. I kept coming back to that question. If everything happens for my benefit and by my conscious and unconscious design, what would be the benefit of creating this for myself? I had no idea. I could not answer that question. I came up with all kinds of various things that were beneficial for me through the experiences. I met some amazing people. I honestly enjoyed watching how I responded differently to crisis than I would have before I started this journey a few years ago. I used to be very much about what was going on in my life. I was completely sucked into everything that was happening that I was creating. So it's kind of like an artist creating a picture and then losing themselves in the picture and forgetting that they're the painter, right? That's how I was living my life. And so when a crisis happened, when chaos hit, I would get lost in it. Not like the person that created it or had any control over it, but like the victim of it. I was really living in a victim type perspective and I don't live there anymore. So I didn't go to poor me, but the interesting thing was my bank account was hacked. Someone else did something in my home and my home flooded. How could I have done anything different that would have prevented these instances from happening? I wasn't reckless with my banking information. I hadn't left it anywhere. It, they, they literally hacked something online or got a hold of a, something. I don't know. I may never know. But the interesting thing is it's about money. It's about my home, my foundation, my flooring, Right my financial foundation, my bank account, not a credit card where I could resolve it later, actual funds being pulled out of my bank account as we spoke. That's some pretty vulnerable, close to home stuff happening. Uh, having my friends and I suddenly, unexpectedly pulling all the carpet and the padding out of my home, just literally ripping up and pulling out and throwing it on the lawn and wondering, is there any way to save this? Do I even want to? It's some pretty crazy stuff when you hear it. And yet, throughout all of that, I knew I was okay. I knew, like I knew my name, that somehow this was all going to end better than it began because that's the way my life is now. The people that showed up in my path, from the people that helped me at my credit union to the people that came out from the mitigation company to the insurance people to everyone that I encountered was incredibly helpful and kind. And it was a pleasure to work with them all. I didn't create for myself any more crisis on top of the crisis. And let me explain what I mean by that. I used to say, well, this is just, this is all messed up and it's just not going to get any better. And I can't believe this would happen to me. Now watch this guy be a jerk. And you know what? The next guy would be a jerk because I created that, right? I didn't do any of that stuff. And I observed that I was different in this as I was moving through it. And that kind of tickled me. So there were a lot of silver linings in this situation. And yet I kept coming back to the question, why would I create this for myself? It's interesting because we've had two full moons in March, right? The second in Libra, which is about balance. And I'm a Libra. <laughs> and all of this happening during Mercury retrograde. So there's been a lot of deep experiences going on for people around me as well. For me, what it was pulling up for me to balance is this journey that I've been on around balancing the masculine and the feminine, balancing being 
in this world, but not of this world, balancing how I show up and how I create my reality. And let me give some examples because that all sounds really abstract now that I'm hearing myself say it. For example, money. I went through a bankruptcy when I was a child. I heard a lot of horrible things about money. I saw people I love fighting about money. I saw the issue of money tearing apart love in my home. The line that I heard over and over again when I would want to ask for something was, there's no money for that. Don't bother with that. There's no money for that. So I grew up with the messaging that there's no money and there's not enough and that money destroys love. That put money in a really negative context for me. And yet I remember watching my mom weep, wondering how she was going to make it all work financially and sitting there with her Bible, clutching her Bible and just crying because she was so overwhelmed by money woes. That makes a big impression on a child. I've had a lot of resentment around money. I have had a lot of resentment around the material aspect of life. And yet we live in a material world. For me, it's been an interesting place to come to peace around money. And at the same time as I've resented it, I've seen it as a necessary evil, quote unquote. I heard that a lot too. And that it's something that we need in this world to get by. So it's almost like our security, right? It's root chakra stuff, sacral chakra stuff, how to create it, how to feel safe. Likewise, growing up, The home was stability. I grew up in a family that believed that as long as we have a house that nobody can take from us, again, very defensive, right? Very victim-like. If nobody can take this house from us, then we're safe as long as we're here. So a home is security, is stability. We need to have one. (laughs) So I believed that, that I need to have a home. And the best gift that my parents believed they could leave me was a home. And so they did. It was a home that was held together with super glue and sweat and blood and tears, trying to make it all work. Because again, back to the bankruptcy, right? Not a lot of money to do it right, but we had to keep it together because that's our security. That's our stability. So here I am going through having my bank account hacked now, and I'm going through my home flooding. And is this my security? Is this my stability? Who am I? And what do I want to create now? And what I've learned is in this duality existence, resisting something is the same thing as hoarding it. It's just the other side of the coin. It's still about being controlled by that issue, being triggered by that issue. It's not about making peace and healing that issue. And that's the journey I've been on for the last few years. That's how the masculine and feminine have shown up for me is... Do I avoid it completely? Do I, even in terms of who I am as a woman, I was either the scared little girl, right? The damsel in distress, somebody come rescue me and help me. And I was proud that I didn't do that this go round with anybody. I just didn't even want to go there. It's like, I am not playing poor me and seeing if somebody will come rescue me. The other piece to that is I'm this completely independent woman. I don't need anybody. I've got this kind of masculine persona. And I didn't do that either. As I've been learning how to balance the masculine and the feminine, I'm in a more authentic, open-hearted space. I'm being honest about my feelings. I'm being honest about my needs. I'm learning how to ask for help when I want help. But also the strength of that masculine that has taken care of me all my life, showing up through the feminine in a way that shows how strong the heart is, how strong vulnerability can be. 
I know that I can take care of myself and it's okay to ask for help. I know that I'm going to be all right and it's okay to be scared. It's a really interesting thing to play with. And I've been moving through this in layers all this time. So what I believe about this flood, long story short, and I'm sharing this all with you, not to tell my story, but so you can hear pieces of your story in it maybe. And maybe it'll help you shift something because for once you're not looking at yourself, you're looking at it through someone else. Isn't it a lot easier to see our stuff in somebody else than it is in ourselves? It's a lot safer. So I'm putting myself out there so you can see yourself through me where it's safe and see what might work for you. I believe that this happened so that I can come to a place of full reset. And this is after numerous plant medicine ceremonies, traveling to the jungle twice with that, three times with that. It's really been this whole journey of cracking open that feminine masculine egg and then learning to work with all the parts and come to a place where I'm ready to learn how to balance the two. I've healed the poor little girl as best I can, and she feels loved and nurtured and cared for and seen finally. And I'm allowing her to become the woman that the body has done years ago so that she can be in a woman's body and know what it's like to feel loved and nurtured and whole. And I'm aligning that with a very tired, very mature masculine that's been fighting like hell and taking care of me all my life that can now stand and rest and know that if she needs him, she can ask for him. Not in, not in an external relationship where somebody else is completing me, but inside of me where I am completing me and learning how to come from that whole place and have a relationship with another. The interesting thing about it, and I can talk about him because he's not here. <laughs> I wonder how he'll feel about that. I'm flying solo today. Mario's not here doing any of this stuff. So it's fun that I'm talking about this and he's absent actually. He's doing the same thing for himself. He's balancing his masculine and his feminine and learning when to ask for external help, not from a place of feeling incomplete, but from a place of wanting to share. And that's a different energy if you've ever done it. It's one thing to say, come help me work through this, but I know I'm going to work through it. I just want you to be here and help share with me what you see and feel, but I'm going to work through it and you're going to be here encouraging me and supporting me, but I know it's all me versus I'm expecting you to complete me because we're in this relationship and that's a place where I'm weak. So you be strong. We both have a deep commitment to having that kind of a whole relationship, whole person relationship, two whole people coming together and sharing life versus two codependent people coming together and completing each other, which is what I've experienced in the past and he's experienced in the past. No fault of anybody. It's just what we knew, right? We do what we, we do the best we know. The water flooding my home is such a beautiful symbolism for what has happened in my life of flooding that masculine with all the feminine energy from the waterfall in Peru to the water flood in my home, all this feminine energy coming in to help bring some balance to that mostly masculine environment and allow the healing that I needed so that I can come to a place of seeing these things on the material plane differently that I'm creating. It's time for me not to be scared of money anymore, not to push it away and resent it, 
not to crave it and long for it, not to believe there isn't enough or to believe there's more than enough, but to believe that I will always have all of my needs and many of my wants met because I am creating my reality and I want that and I deserve that. Not from a place of hoarding, not from a place of completing me, not from a place of making me feel better because I'm medicating an old wound, from a place of the joy of it, the joy of manifesting it into my reality, the joy of savoring it for a time, but not getting lost in it, not becoming the material plane, not being of it, being in it. Likewise, with my home, I feel like I'm coming to a place now where I, I know certain nice things that I want to put into my home, and I'm not going to resent those or think that it's too materialistic or have all of that baggage around it anymore. But likewise, I'm not going to go crazy and get lost in the landscaping and the design until I become my house and my yard, and I'd rather be doing that than spending time with the people I love. It's really an interesting time, this energy of Libra balancing, especially being a Libra. It's about balancing the best of all the different things that we have access to on this material plane and staying centered in being a spirit, having a human experience, not getting lost in the human experience. I hope this is making sense. I wish I had call-in lines, but I don't. It's a podcast. I would love your feedback wherever you hear this. If you'd like to come to journeyofpossibilities.com and comment below the podcast, it's in blog format there, so you can do that. If you want to come to Exploring Possibilities on Facebook, comment there about it. Wherever you want to interface with me, I'd love to hear your thoughts on this. If there's something you want to share, you can also contact me through journeyofpossibilities.com on the contact form. There's lots of ways to get that information to me, but I do want to hear from you. If you'd like to hear more about this conversation, if you'd like to explore it further, I would love that. Also, I know that you may find this show at a point in your journey where you could use a hand, and I would love to be that for you. I offer individual coaching. I have created a brand new group program that covers a lot of this, and it's called Remember Who You Are. You can find all of these under services on my website at journeyofpossibilities.com. And I've got a Facebook page. I've got a Facebook group. There's a lot of ways that you can work with me so that we can help you create the reality you really want. And let me tell you about some of the silver linings on this quote unquote crisis that I created for myself. I have been saying for weeks, no months, that I'd really like some new carpet. My carpet's a mess. You know what? I'm going to get new flooring. In fact, I'm kind of sick of carpet. So I'm going to get something really neat and put in there. And I know part of it's going to be to put bamboo flooring in my meditation room. I'm so excited about that. That is going to be divine. That right there is worth the whole thing. (laughs) And I would have just kept putting it off. I wouldn't have rushed to get any of that done. But now I can do it now. I'm giving it to myself now. It's like Maybe the universe knew I needed to move my energy, which it has done for me. It's got me moving in ways I couldn't have anticipated, but it also knew that I was ready to have these things and I wasn't giving them to myself now. And so now I am. (laughs) Lots of silver linings. The people I've met, the fresh start that I'm getting, the fresh energy. There's something about all the water that moved through my house. It really did move the energy. 
and I'm looking forward to seeing what's next. And I know it's going to be about balancing and having fun and creating at a level I haven't created yet. And how good is that? One more thing I want to include. On April 15th, I'm going to have a free Zoom chat with my soul sister, Amy Renee, and it's about this topic, reclaiming your feminine power and what that means to you. You can access it via Zoom, and the link is at journeyofpossibilities.com. Just click the events tab. I always ask my guests for a parting thought, so I guess it would be fair for me to ask myself that. What is my parting thought for today? Whatever happens in your life is for your highest good. And I know that you may hate me for saying that if you're going through something really less than easy. Illness, loss, they can really hurt. And it's okay to cry. I did. (laughs) I cried. It's okay. Cry and then at the end of that, sit with your higher self, with your spirit guidance and say, What is the benefit of this for me? Please show me how to move through this for my highest good. What happens next may amaze you. I hope you enjoyed the show. I really want to hear from you. So send me a note, info at journeyofpossibilities.com. Tell me what you'd like to see more of in the future on the show, what you'd like to hear more about, guests you'd like to hear, topics you'd like me to cover, anything. And I will see you next week on Exploring Possibilities.